0: And what should we do? You know, they say that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I think in my experience that's very true, that you cannot, you cannot get somebody who does not want to see something that is beautiful and that doesn't see it. In fact, even when you want to see beauty, it's hard enough to see it. You have to look and look again. And, and, and sometimes the beauty of a moment or, or of something that we're looking at or experiencing, we have to pause and sort of take it in. Um, sort of like the beauty is almost at another level. It's not on the surface. It's beneath the surface. One has to work a little harder to, to experience the beauty, not just see the beauty. I, I think that... Um, now, don't get me wrong. I don't think all things, everything is beautiful. I, I, I'm not saying that. But I do think that, uh, that the beautiful is in so much of our lives, and we, we don't take the time to experience the beauty. We get caught up on the, the surface of the reality of our lives, and we don't see the beauty. I, I think that uh, pain and, and, and problems and suffering... Um, can give us sometimes the greatest access to the beauty because we, we, our attention has been, has been sort of grabbed and, and we now have to pay attention to this moment because there's a temptation to, to move on to the next moment, if you would. Um, John O'Donohue, the great Irish uh, poet and author, has a beautiful way of putting it. He says, uh, beauty is a sister of all that is broken, wounded, pain and loss and stunted. Says, she will not be confined to the realm of perfection where there is no, no loss, pain or doubt. That beauty is a palace of a palace of broken tenderness of broken tenderness. It's a beautiful, beautiful phrase. As you know, uh, this last several weeks has been a difficult several weeks for me with the loss of my, my brother and my spiritual director and other people in my life. It's, uh, the pain and the loss and the suffering has been very real, and yet, even in the midst of all of that, I've experienced some of the most beautiful moments of my life. Um, and, I, and I don't think it can happen without without that loss, without the pain, because it grabs my attention. Now it just doesn't happen. One has to work a little about it. One has to look and then look again. One has to feel and then feel again. Go a little bit deeper into it and allow that moment to give to give something beautiful back. Yeah? And I've experienced many, several moments. Uh, With my dying brother is one, but also uh, through the outpouring of so many. I I mean, my my room in my my suite over here is is full of uh, is full of gifts from you, Uh, cards and and flowers and enough baked goods to feed the entire parish time over and over again. Believe me, Um, but it's so wonderful, and 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 the emails that you have sent. and the many people who have sent them from, from yonder, from different places, or watching online. The, and, and I would say the, the gentleness and the tenderness of those written notes were not just a card signed. There was a tender note and a kind note written in those. Please know that those were so important and tremendously healing and beautiful moments uh, whether it be baked goods or a flower or a letter or an email or just simply a conversation that many of you had and a gentle touch on the shoulder, each of these are very tender moments. It's the palace of tender brokenness that heals and that brings great beauty to one's life. Uh, my hope is that um, as we enter into this uh, this third Sunday, we're called to rejoice and, 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 be, and be joyful. And sometimes, like where I'm at, right, I don't feel like wanting to be joyful because I've got so much loss, and yet I cannot resist but being joyful for, for what the, bro- the palace of broken tenderness has given to me. And, and that comes in and through you and so many others. I, I, my hope is that you, don't, you aren't experiencing that loss and that pain, but I know some of you are. As you enter into this, this Christmas season, it's always a hard season for those who have lost loved ones. And um, some of you have lost you in this last year. And so you do enter into that palace. And so allow it to give you some broken tenderness. Allow it to, to heal you. And for the many others of you, I, I ask you to... To pause in this last two weeks before Christmas is to not let it just flow on by, but to to look and to look again at what is around you and, and, and notice the the beauty of the moment. Take note of the the love shared, the beauty of creation, the beauty of those around you. Um it reminds me of that other phrase, that uh, hidden in plain sight, right? And I think that's often where beauty lies. Beauty lies right in the midst of plain sight. But we have to look with different eyes. Uh, John the Baptist uh, came proclaiming to, to notice where, where Jesus Christ is, it's like he's the one, and, and they were still confused. They said, well, well what should we do? He doesn't give them a long litany of things to do. He simply tells them to be present to whoever and whatever it is their job and their role is. If they're soldiers, be good soldiers. If you're a good tax collector, then be honest tax collectors. He doesn't, have, he doesn't tell them to do, go and climb a mountain and go and do this and go that. He, doesn't. he just simply tells them to do what they would do. Do it faithfully. And be present to the moment. And so I say to all of you, I'm not asking you to do anything extraordinary. Be, if you're a husband or a wife, then be a husband or wife. But be present to your spouse. If you're a parent, then be a parent. And be present to your children. And, and if you're a child, uh, be present to your parents. Notice their goodness. Notice their love. Don't take it for granted. Don't wait for Christmas to tell them how much you love them. And you've got parents in your life? Make sure you tend to them. In their elderly age, in their, that they can experience in their tender brokenness, your love, your beauty. So in, this, in doing that, all of us, if we could just do what we do in the ordinary moments and do it well and be present to it, then we will, we will experience joy. We will be able to rejoice no matter what our circumstances are. So today, what should we do? Be present to the moment. Look again. Look deeper and see the beauty of this moment. Whether it is pain or loss or joy and greatness, let us be attentive to the moment for God is right here, right now. What should we do? Pay attention right now and see the God who is all around us.